Good evening, it's April 28th, Wednesday, April 28th, 2021, and uh, I'm gonna try to make this a quick message here. I came across something on my subscribers page on YouTube. This is crazy. I, I can't remember ever. I, I couldn't possibly fathom 10 years ago, 13 years ago, having YouTube as my go-to in terms of uh, information or news or whatever. Most of the channels that I subscribe to, I, um, I don't even watch. I don't have time. And there are plenty that I've subscribed to that I, I don't even know if I've watched more than one of their videos. And Blazing Press or Blaze TV is one of them. Every once in a while there's something good and uh, I'll click on it. I hope that you, I hope everybody is having a good evening, day, afternoon, wherever you are. It really depends on where you are, whether or not the shit's hitting the fan or not. But so this particular message is, I don't know, I'll just read the quick intro to you. And then I'm going to jump down to uh, the reference article. And I haven't read it before, but uh, this gave me a little introduction as to what is happening. And this is something that I've discussed well over a year. And uh, well, it seems to be unfolding right in front of our faces. Pfizer admits in its own mRNA document that non-vaccinated can be exposed to the vaccine spike proteins by inhalation or skin contact. Page 67, so I, I, that's the reference page we're gonna jump to. I mean, obviously it's gonna be a long document. And guess who decided not to pee purposely to make this a short episode? So we will not be reading through 67 pages of a document for this particular message, or maybe even this evening, I got shit to do. So the quick intro goes on to say, it's not a vaccine or anything, even remotely related to vaccines. It's humanicide. That's what this guy calls it. The authors of uh, Blazing Press. Press, Excuse me. I'm tired. I always do this at night. And it sheds and is highly transmissible by Pfizer's own gleeful admission. And the self-extermination of mankind required absolutely nothing more than strangers on television renaming common sense seasonal cold and flu and thus starting a global religion. And it's funny because uh, <laughs> there's a little segment that's been going viral. It's like a news segment talking about people's like immunizations, but saying, instead, of, instead of saying immunizations, he called it euthanasia. <laughs> and it was like a Freudian slip, obviously. Um, but who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, maybe, maybe the media is in on it. It wouldn't surprise me to say the least. So that just that just slipped out of his mind. Uh, but no one, according to this article, then nobody will be safe, because even if we choose to remain unvaccinated, the few of us who will will ultimately be exposed to the ultimate software, the software of life, uh, that's going to be emitted from our vaccinated cohorts. So it's it's game on, people. It's game on. So. They give the link to the full document. I'm just going to read page one to you. It's uh, It starts off with Pfizer, a phase one, two, three, placebo-controlled, randomized, observer-blind dose finding study to evaluate the safety, tolerability, immunogenicity, and efficacy of SARS-CoV-2 RNA vaccine candidates against COVID-19 in healthy individuals. And the study sponsor was BioNTech. The study was conducted by Pfizer. 
the study intervention number is PF0730208, if anybody wants to look this up. The study intervention name, RNA-based COVID-19 vaccines, USIND, number 19736. And there are a couple other numbers, but guess what? We're going to click to page 67. So he says that here's a link to the full document. Please read 67. So we're going to jump down to 67 now. Actually, table of contents, list of tables, protocol summary, that's one. Number two, introduction. Number three, objectives. Estimates, endpoints, uh, number four, study design, number five, study population. That would be interesting to go through when I have more time. Uh, number six, study intervention. Number seven, discontinuation of study intervention and partic participant con discontinuation of withdrawal. Uh, so we're still in the 50s in terms of page numbers here. Study assessment and procedures is number eight. All right, so he says page 67. So... Eight is actually broken down into eight is study assessments and procedures. So it starts page 54. 8.1 is efficacy and or immunogenicity assessments. 8.2, safety assessments. 8.2, surveillance, systemic events, grading scales, local reactions, fever. 8.3, adverse events and serious adverse events, and this is where we're going to come to page 67. Uh, 831, time period and frequency for collecting uh, adverse events, serious adverse events information, that's page 65. Reporting severe adverse events to Pfizer safety is 66. Recording non-serious adverse events and serious adverse events on the CRF. I'm sorry, I just, I'm just kind of jumping through this. That's page 66. Method of detecting adverse events in SAEs, serious adverse event, 66. Follow-up, 66. Okay, regulatory reporting requirements for severe adverse events starts at page 67. So let's start there. 834. Regulatory reporting requirements for severe adverse events. Prompt notification by the investigator. To the sponsor of an SAE is essential so that legal obligations and ethical responsibilities towards the safety and participation of participants and the safety of a study intervention under clinical investigation are met. The sponsor has a legal responsibility to notify both the local regulatory authority and other regulatory agencies about the safety of a study intervention under clinical investigation. The sponsor will comply with country-specific regulatory requirements relating to the safety reporting to the regulatory authority, IRBs, ECs, and investigators. Investigator safety reports must be prepared for SUSARs according to the local regulatory requirements and sponsor policy imported to investigators as necessary. I'm just reading this for the first time, and I really want to get what the fuck they're talking about he says page 67 well he says it's on page 67 so i'm almost done reading page six, uh, 67 here all right so 835 exposure during pregnancy or breastfeeding and occupational exposure exposure to the study intervention under study during pregnancy or breastfeeding and occupational exposure are reportable to pfizer safety within 24 hours of investigator awareness <sighs> 
An EDP occurs if a female participant is found to be pregnant while receiving or after discontinuing study intervention. They mean the shot, basically. A male participant who is receiving or has discontinued study intervention exposes a female partner prior to or around the time of conception. A female is found to be pregnant while exposed or having been exposed to study intervention due to environmental exposure. Below are examples of environmental exposure during pregnancy. What? And this is this is this is the sentence here. A female family member or healthcare provider reports that she is pregnant after having been exposed to the study intervention by inhalation or skin contact. What the fuck are they saying here? A male family member or healthcare provider who has been exposed to the study intervention by inhalation or skin contact then exposes his female partner prior to or around the time of conception. What the fuck? The investigator must report EDP to Pfizer safety within 24 hours of the investigator's awareness, irrespective of whether a SA, a serious adverse event occurred. So this is, the EDP is considered exposure during pregnancy. And what they're calling the vaccination is, quote, the study intervention. Oh, the fucking shit. Wow. This is wild. This is absolutely fucking wild. Um, so the investigator must report the exposure during pregnancy, which is EDP, to Pfizer safety within 24 hours of the investigator's awareness, irrespective of whether of whether or not a serious adverse event has occurred. Jesus, the initial information submitted should include the anticipated date of delivery. See detail. See below for information related to termination of pregnancy. Wow. If EDP occurs in in a participant or a participant's partner. The investigator must report this information to Pfizer safety on the vaccine SAE report form and an EDP supplemental form, regardless of whether a serious adverse event occurred. Details of the pregnancy will be collected after the start of study intervention and until six months after the last dose of study intervention. What the fuck are they talking about here? If EDP occurs... I see. If EDP occurs, let's see, the first thing I just read was that EDP occurs in the participant or participant's partner. Um, so these are people who willingly got vaccinated or had, or had a partner that was willingly vaccinated. Then they must report this information um, if they're pregnant. Oh, and, and, and Pfizer's going to follow through. Pfizer's going to follow through. Details of the pregnancy will be collected after the start of the study intervention. And until six months after the last dose of study intervention. So they, you know, they're going to be following this pregnancy. Um, now they're saying if the, again, uh, exposure during pregnancy, they, 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 they're calling it EDP. So the second bullet here, if EDP occurs in the setting of environmental exposure, the investigator must report information to Pfizer safety using the vaccine SAE report form and EDP supplemental form. Since the exposure information does not pertain to the participant enrolled in the study, the information is not recorded on a CRF. However, the copy 
A copy of the completed vac vaccine SAE report form is maintained in the investigator site file. So that they're saying that you can be environmentally exposed to their um, study intervention. I guess it pretty much speaks for itself. It's a bit shrouded. Um, I can continue on, but uh, I, I think I'll leave it at that. The rest of it really goes on. Uh, it talks about abnormal pregnancies and spontaneous abortions. And in the case of a live birth, the structural integrity of the neonate can be assessed at the time of birth. In the event of a termination, the reasons for termination should be specified, and if clinically possible, the structural integrity of a terminated fetus should be assessed by gross visual inspection, unless procedure test findings are conclusive for a congenital anomaly and the findings are reported. Huh. Yeah, yeah, they, they're following pregnancies now, and uh, there are two types of exposures. Uh, somebody who actually took the shot, uh, somebody who's uh, is, is a partner, a partner of somebody who took the shot, or having an environmental exposure, and how do you have an environmental exposure without somebody basically soiling or shedding onto the environment. Pretty wild stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there. As I promised, I wanted to make this a short one. Whew, and I still gotta pee. Alright, people. Maybe I'll be back in a couple days. Maybe I'll be back later. I don't know. I don't know what to do with myself, man. Still a lot of stuff to do. Hopefully everybody's doing well. If you wanna check out the um you know, again, we don't know what the fuck these people are shedding. Right? We don't really know what they're shedding. So uh but they're calling in an exposure. Environmental exposure. So uh, we're being exposed to something. We're being exposed to a software arm or who the fuck knows. But uh, the anticipation here is, is, is really something uh, to behold. Because now even the unvaccinated are, you know, we're, 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 we are still at risk. Uh, maybe, more, maybe it's worse so because they're pregnant women. They're really like taking a look. But... The whole point is environmental exposure, so they're looking at pregnant women for a very specific reason, obviously. Um, but the rest of us, how is it going to affect the rest of us, huh? So, if these are prions, and going back to my previous episodes and a lot of the research and a lot of, of things that are coming out, a lot of people sounding the alarm and speculating about what these people are shedding and what the potential is if it's not uh, viral shedding it's going to be well it's not alive or dead virus or whatever you want to call it uh it, it's protein it's basically a protein and this protein much like a prion it couldn't induce prions and things don't have to be alive or dead shout out to, to the terrain theorists who don't have a background or education in microbiology or infection control things don't have to be alive or dead in order to kill you or me kill us they don't have to be alive or dead to be infectious. That's the bottom line. So uh, if these people are churning out pieces of mRNA and we're being exposed to them, then how is our body going to deal with that? Well, you know, who the fuck knows? I mean, it all depends on how your immune system deals with it and whether or not your immune system deals with it or the mechanism by which our immune system may deal with it may incorporate it into our tissues and cells regardless. Oh, this is just a wonderful experiment. Complete crapshoot. But um, yeah. 
I remember saying this months and months and months ago, man. I don't know what you people, you vaccinated people, I don't know what you were shedding. I mean, I was kind of joking, but I was kind of serious. And this is this is proof, proof positive right here. So straight from the belly of the beast, from the devils in white lab coats themselves. All right, Pfizer, page 67. Check it out for yourself. Everybody have a good night. Well, that shit is on. Drop some shit like this here. Real shit. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say, take a chill, B. But fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating the joint for traps. Taking my telephone for text. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on you.